All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. Gonna hit the town. Welcome to the Gen X Talks Podcast. I'm here with Millennial Sister. Millennial Sister. The newcomer, the rookie. I'm also here with Gen X Dad. (laughs) That was a little late. (laughs) Let's try this again. No, that's fine. So I'm Gen X Dad, (laughs) and yes, I'm here with two of my eight children, and Gen Z Kid, who you know, and uh, Millennial Daughter. What year were you born? 1996. 1996? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yes. You were there, right? I you got to count. <laughs> Counted at everything. <laughs> you were born in when? You were 05, right? Yes. So you're definitely Gen Z. Mm-hmm. And you're definitely late millennial. You are the demographic I despise. Me? Yeah. What? I'm freaking awesome. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Well, anyway. About. Okay, yeah. Reason so number one. <laughs> <laughs> The reason that these like two are here, Gen X mom is uh, on, uh, on 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 assignment. She's on assignment across the <laughs> the borders doing some recon work for us uh, with uh, she's with grandbabies. But right now yes. we have these two. So I kind of wanted to put you guys in front of the mic real quick. Uh, this is a pretty good pretty good spot here with a Gen X, a Gen Z, and a millennial. That gives us a nice nice roundabout way to get going. So what I want to ask you is a couple questions. Um, number one, uh, what do you two think, I'm going to ask millennial daughter first, okay. what do you think is the difference between mm-hmm. how you grew up as my child versus Gen Z, the baby of the family? Oh, the baby of the family, huh? Okay, well, for starters, I don't have my own game room. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's not really much of a game room. Oh, it's a game room. It's beast out and everything. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, and <laughs> then uh, his own room, for starters. I had to share with, what, four people, four, three girls? <laughs> okay, well, to be fair, the house, I mean, yeah. we have a we have a middle-class house but with a lot of rooms in it, but there was a lot of kids. We had eight kids and an Uncle Michael. Oh, yeah, Uncle Michael. So we could, it, we all had to share. Look at I'm Brand. still sh- I'm still I sharing a room with mom. I have oh, to share. <laughs> Look, I share. Okay, you see, that's <laughs> we all gave up something. I'm still sharing a room. You can't say I didn't share a room. I shared a room until I was... What, two? <laughs> no, until I was like 10, 11, maybe. You had an older that's brother still, you did for a little yeah. while. Yeah, you did, probably till you, yeah. were, probably till you were eight. Yeah, nine or ten. Yeah, nine or ten. So, can't say I didn't share a room. I did. Yeah. I didn't complain. I was just... I didn't care. You see? See? I... I I think you've been proven wrong there that you're, there's not much difference there. He also, we, and I am still sharing a room with mom. So, I I think you know we you, can, I don't think, think we can all suffer. Just being next. I don't think you're really suffering. <laughs> <laughs> like being in the next room um. over from the other sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could sometimes hear okay. her TV at night, super loud, and every morning. Her alarm goes off for three hours. Yeah. Still does that to this Still day. Still does it. It's so annoying. One of my daughters has a goddamn alarm <laughs> on her phone that goes off. You can hear it in the other room. 
It'll go off for 45 minutes. And you got to go in there and you're like, God damn it, you're banging on the walls. And she's like, oh, I, I didn't hear it. My. Yeah. Every day. I so had annoying. to share a room with her. Even you your days soul. even yeah. your days off, her days off, they still the thing still goes off. Mm-hmm. Every day. <laughs> I've never confronted her on it because I'm just like, I'm just going to go downstairs. <laughs> just going <laughs> to... So you scared? No, no? Not, not of her. Of you, I'm scared because you'd lay me out. But <laughs> all of the children have been scared at you at one time. Older ones, you have older <laughs> children in this house that would always, if you had a poll, uh, who are you most scared of? They'd pick you, they'd quietly point, Yeah, she's the one. <laughs> I'm scared of her. Yeah, the other sister would be like, Stop. Stop. Okay, now seriously <laughs> stop. All right, so what else was there? What are the differences? What are the differences between being raised? How did I raise a millennial differently than a Gen uh, Z? Oh, can I use their catch, their like phrase? And what is the phrase? You live in a different world. Okay. I don't think I've said that once. The uh, oldest brother everyone, says it all the time. Yes, but everyone yeah. is everyone has at least said it once. Okay, what are they talking about? They're talking about the different rules. You're a lot. That is uh, true. What's their rules difference? All right. For example, he can have soda in his room. In the game room, you, upstairs. You, you off. couldn't. No. Are oh you, yeah. Oh my god. I lived with that rule I for would, a bit. You can't. I'd be grounded for a month. Yeah. Oh, a month. No soda. He's no you sure soda. that wasn't a rule? Yeah, I don't even think we had soda <laughs> back then. <laughs> it was only water. You could only have water. Okay, I that what one. else? What's the, what other rules are different now? Okay. Um, I don't really ask them. The you, phone. He has his phone all the time. Like, literally, when we were growing up, it's like, okay, you're at school. You can only have it at school, but don't use it. And if you get home, put it in my room. And that was it. That was like... Dead we hard. should go back to that rule. That's a good rule. No, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I think we're good right here. Yeah, you <laughs> sure? You know, uh, what there else? are definitely perks. There's pros and cons to the Okay, what do you see the differences are? Um, I have to do all the chores around the house. And yes. if I break something, I can't blame it on somebody else. No. Um, if something goes wrong, I know what kid did it. It's not like <laughs> there's eight of you all blaming it on each other. I know which kid did it. The only big things I don't have to do is the kitchen because yeah. the two other sisters that live here. Or your laundry. Well, that that's just... Do you even know, know how to use the laundry? Yeah, I actually can do the my laundry. own laundry. <laughs> can you? Yeah. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> Mom made me do it for a month, and I was like, okay. And then she went back and to then, doing it. And then she realized how bad you were at it. <laughs> yeah, I don't She's like, let me clothes. just take over. I just, I just <laughs> throw my clothes into the... He throws them all in the washer, then he throws them all in the dryer, and then he throws them all in a drawer. And that's it. Go. All of I'm them. I'm not that dumb. I separate them a bit, you know. Uh, Hold on. Okay, so the another point that would be interesting is to get a Gen Z and millennial perspective on current events and I don't want to take an hour just real quick uh, how do you both feel about uh, athletes kneeling for the national anthem oh god I honestly think it is dumb they shouldn't do it because America gives them the freedom to play the sport and have the NFL and all that yeah because it's technically a business yeah so yeah I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing what you said Oh, well, it was good up until you gave away that you're, par- you're stealing my material. That's like saying, I, like I, to be honest. I feel I like this, to be honest. I feel that, I feel this, and I feel that. That's what my dad says anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were good up until then. All right. Well. How do you feel about it? Um, 
it's very upsetting. It's super upsetting to me. Um, seeing someone kneel in front of a flag is disrespectful in a lot of ways. And I can get, oh God, I can talk about this for hours. I know. I just want to get a take on it. Like, you, you don't like it. No, you know, it breaks my heart. It yep. really does. I got you. So we were talking earlier about something, and I want to, how many things have gone away? You know, like when I was in school, they had wood shop and metal shop and printing and all these other classes. Now they've done away with those. There's some things we were talking about. They've just simple things they've done away with at your school. Like the egg drop. The you, want, you want to talk about what the egg drop was? The egg drop? Oh, my gosh. That was, like, probably my favorite project doing <coughs> growing up with you. Like, I, I liked coming home, and I was, like, super excited because I was like, Dad, 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 we have, uh, we have this challenge, and I really, really want... Uh, the rules were they're going to put an egg in a shoebox and drop it off the building at school, mm-hmm. and you have to protect it somehow... You can wrap it up in, in Kleenex if you want to. Yeah. Um, but the egg had to survive the fall without breaking. And then you had to be able to get to the egg, like in 15 seconds or something, get your hand on it. So you couldn't, you couldn't just tape the entire egg up in a, in a big jello bowl. You had, yeah. to, you had to be able to get to it. So, okay, those are the rules. Yeah, and um, so basically my dad would, he, <laughs> I don't know how to explain, uh, <laughs> he had a bunch of rubber bands. In in the middle, he suspended, how do I explain that? He suspended that? the egg in the middle of the box right. with rubber bands. Going to each, every angle of the box possible. Yeah, and the, and the egg was like in the middle, just yeah. like barely, not even touching anything, and it would not move at all, and yeah, it was it, like super cool. Well, it would, it would move, it would sling around, but it would never touch the side. Yeah, that's what I mean, like it yeah. would never like touch anything, and yeah, basically I won that contest so that's really my award but yeah (laughs) technically you won what are the things you remember about growing up oh gosh um i'm still doing it (laughs) okay what do you remember about now (laughs) so far the playground that we had in the backyard i saw that i was gone today and r.i.p and uh that bother you yeah it did (laughs) because sorry about that yeah you you I was ordered. I, I was I following orders. I that, and then you, the last one, took it down. Oh, God. Yeah. But basically, I remember having all my siblings, like all my sisters, and we would have sleepovers inside our... Um, our it was a playset, treehouse type of yeah, thing. Tree yeah, treehouse. And I remember sneak, we, we would sneak snacks. Yeah. And we would try to hide it by throwing it over the neighbor's fence. And we had so much snacks that night that my mom got called, had a phone call. <laughs> and she looks over the fence, and then we saw her look over the fence, and then she ripped us a new one. <laughs> she was like, what are you doing? Why are there four boxes of Oreos over the fence? <laughs> it was chips, candy, everything, soda. Oh, my gosh. Terrible soda would have been shaken up. That's funny. So all your remains, things were over the so fence. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so the remains, like not the actual No, snacks. yeah, it was the remains. Oh. Well, she the would Why would you throw oh, your yeah, snacks Well, I thought she said like sneaking snacks. She did, and so then she was hiding the evidence. I got what oh, she meant. Oh, she hid the evidence. I thought See, she was like... I, knew what she, I got it. Okay, I knew what you were saying. Okay, now I get it. 
don't think you want to punch him in the face. <laughs> and you now we know why we're all scared of her. You know, <laughs> like this is one of the reasons. You have to walk him down the whole path, or he won't get to the end. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you just were horrible kids doing stuff behind my back. This is why I'm cutting you each out of my will. You're not getting anything. <laughs> stupidness. Dumb stupidness. All right, so give me a story. Give me either one so of you. Give me a story from growing up. This is when I was like four or five. I was super, <laughs> like, sensitive five-year-old. Still and sensitive. Still sensitive? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she, millennial sister, I was just being annoying or something, and she goes, oh, yeah, why don't you suck my big left toe? <laughs> and I oh just <laughs> cried. This and is I what happened. Wait, wait, what? You cried? Why? Why were you crying? Because I got insulted. <laughs> I got told to suck her big left toe. I didn't want to do that. No, this <laughs> is what happened. Wait, are you kidding me? That really happened? Yeah, this is she'll what explain it better because okay. I was five and so I don't really remember. It was a hot day and you told us to wash the cars. And, you know, we're washing cars. We're all getting on each other's nerves. And this one, right next to me, would not stop. Like, he was just so annoying. I don't know what he did exactly, but he just kept doing, and I'm like, stop, stop. Whatever you're doing, just stop. And, like, he just, he grabbed the hose, and he, like, splashed me with water. And then I was like, I grabbed it, I yanked it out of his hands, and I was like, if you don't stop... I'm going to make you suck my big left toe or something like that. <laughs> and then, like... So, not super sensitive. That was scary for a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Or, like, I was basically on the lines, like, suck my big left toe. And then he... And the the sad, the most embarrassing part was Bima was over. Okay? Oh. <laughs> the whole family was over. And he goes and runs inside and crying hysterically. Oh and then mom, my mom was like, oh, what happened? What happened? And he's like, mm-hmm. she told me to suck <laughs> her big left toe. <laughs> I was, oh, my God. I was well, dying. Big, scary, big sister who you've seen knock somebody out before. Just like, whoo. I, I saw you knock your brother pretty senseless he one time. He deserved it. I mean, you, you were like. Bong. Ten and he was eight, mm-hmm. and he you had had enough, and he was just pestering you. I know. And I mean, you freaking clocked him, and I'm like, you know, you're gonna get in trouble. And you looked at me and went, totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reason number two, why we're all scared of her. <laughs> Are we going to count all the reasons? Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna count on the way there. Well, I know why she was scared of me, because I think what was it? One time I I did something in the kitchen where I hit. Something oh, on the wall. Oh, the KFC. But I don't remember what happened. So, basically, you had a really long day, you yeah. know, and um, we were all in the kitchen. We were just talking, and we were being super annoying, and you were like, stop, stop, like, like and this is, annoying. And if I remember right, this is after a long day, and Mom didn't want to cook, and mm-hmm. there's like 11 people in this house. Yeah. And she goes, go buy and pick up KFC. And like, you know that's like $180 when you have to <laughs> buy dinner for everybody. I don't feel like cooking today. So I brought it all home, carrying like 19 bags of KFC. That part I remember. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? And then like we were like arguing or we were bickering at each other and you were just like, stop. And then we didn't. And then you just lost your shit. Like you, <laughs> we we had potatoes because you're like. And gravy. And, and gravy corn, out. Yeah. yeah, we were like emptying, emptying, 
empty Yeah, putting everything out of, ready. Yeah, yeah emptying yeah. the bags out. I remember that. And then we had it on the counter, and you came in, and I was, you're like, oh, I said stop, like Hulk version. And then you reached out, and you wiped the whole freaking gravy and potatoes, and it flew I wiped it. Like, like, like I hit it? Like, like you, side, you, like... I sideswiped it with the... Yeah. I backhanded it. You backhanded that shit. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. It was insane. Like, gravy everywhere. It was all over me. I remember, I remember, I remember hitting it. I don't remember why, but I remember getting mad and I hit all the food. Because on the kitchen island, you guys had set out, you'd unloaded, unpacked 19 bags of KFC. Yeah. And when I hit it, even I was like, oh, shit, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> there was corn and potatoes and gravy and biscuits and chicken. And it went, I, I think the gravy went all over the cabinets. No, it did. And, and on the uh, on top of the ceiling. And then the best part was you w- you looked at it and it was like, clean this up. And walked away. <laughs> <laughs> so just right after. Wham! You clean this up. And <laughs> <laughs> just walked away. And we were like, oh, my God. This, uh... This reminds me of a story. This is Gen X dad, Gen X mom, and I. And we were sitting at the bar where we do some of our live streams yeah. and where he usually sits at most of our TikToks. Right. And Gen X mom was at the fridge getting mayonnaise. Oh, and yeah. the stain is still on the, the roof. The stain is still on the ceiling this to this day. Yeah, it's still there. <laughs> and, and what was it she did? She did something. She just It just slipped out of her hand while she was talking. It was like... A, a, a double-sized thing of Best Foods mayonnaise or something. The lid wasn't on all the way, but it was full. And Mom dropped it, juggled it, and it hit the ground at an angle, and it popped the lid off. And the thing shot out like a shotgun all over the fridge, mm-hmm. all over her, and all the way to the ceiling. Look, there's still stains up there above the yeah. ceiling right now. Yeah, I want you guys to look. Yeah. Look. Can everyone can everyone see that? Can you guys on the podcast look? Just turn over your shoulder, look up. Yeah, right there. <laughs> no, over this. There you go, right there. there yeah, it is. right shoulder, not left. So, yeah, I remember that, too. That yeah. was funny. That was a good one. Unbelievable stuff. I'll tell you one thing that got... It's, it's got brought up as a joke a few times. And I'm sorry, millennial daughter, you're going to have to do a little math in your head. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, the oldest brother mm-hmm. of the family has constantly said he gets... 10% of this oh house. Oh my gosh. It's 10%. This so is something we agree on. You and him or you and me or? No. Uh, no. Us. We oh, worked you it out. Yeah. Oh, you already did yeah, this. We okay. Yeah, we already did Well, then for the listening audience, let me set the table. Um, my kids are always waiting for me to die so they can collect their inheritance and I keep telling them there isn't any but they won't believe me. Uh, you try saving money when you've raised eight kids. You ain't saving shit. So anyway, uh, my oldest son who now lives in Las Vegas, he says, listen, I get 10% of the equity of that house. You know, my house is paid for, and whenever you and mom go, I want my 10%. So I thought about that, and the discussion came up with other kids. It's like, wait a second, he moved out seven years ago, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. So the house, just, you know, through time, is worth more now. So would he only get 10% of what it was worth back then? Now, let's just say, <clears throat> for a round number, um, let's say the house was worth $100,000, which it's not, but let's say it is. Yeah. So when he moves out, the house is worth $100,000, he gets 10000 That's mm-hmm. his cut. That's his part. But now, he's been gone seven years, and we've added things. We've added and improved things and done things and mm-hmm. upgraded the house and done right. a lot of stuff. Now the house is worth 200000 Does he now get 
20000 because of his 10%? Or does he still get his 10000 when the moment he left? I think it's... My argument is 10% of the moment he left, he left with his 10% kind of thing. Yeah. Like he took his 10% and left. Like he didn't... Yeah, I got he you. He didn't stay for it. Like he writes and said, okay, I've stayed. I've been here this long. I get my 10%. Right. Of this current state of the house. Right. So right now it should be like... 7%, 6%. You know what I thought was dumb about that? What? Now, follow me on this. Why did he pick 10%? Because there's, <coughs> there's 10 people in 10 the family. people. 8 kids and 2 parents. Right. Mm-hmm. So he gets 10%. Well, of the value of that, every everybody gets 10%. Once mom and I die, there's only 8 of you. Mm-hmm. Do I do I still get my my ten percent because mm-hmm. I'm one of the ten? No. Does mom get her ten percent? She's one of the ten. So no, I claim both of you. <laughs> so no, you would whoa. get thirty thousand. Yeah. No, no, no. We yeah. we went over this. Oh yeah, yeah. We did it where we split the extra twenty percent of you guys, so it'd be twenty twenty, and then everybody else gets ten. And I promised him I would not beat him up for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got. So so you guys have already worked out the math but on this. Okay, so let me just add something to the puzzle. If uh, oldest son, in his brilliant mind, wanted 10% of everything, which included me getting 10% and mom, and assuming we're dead, yeah. so you got to go take our 10% and bury it with us because we get it. <laughs> he wasn't thinking he gets, you know, uh, more per, a better percentage, and right? That's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> um, we also have a daughter who I'm not giving a goddamn stone-cold nickel to. Yeah. And there is another son who's on his way out as well, not getting anything. So now, our oldest son, who wanted 10% of 10 people, we're now down to 9 people. When mom goes, 8 people. Uh, 6, 5, there's really only 4 of you. Yeah. And we both get 30%. Yeah. So, so wait a minute, would that be right? Would that be, let's yeah. see, uh, 3 sisters. No, it's, it, you'd be down to 6. Yeah, so we still yeah. get both 30%. So instead of, instead of dividing up among 10 people, now you're only dividing among 6, but... He's already made a very clear statement. He wants his 10%. And we are keeping him there. Yeah. <laughs> he's not changing it. No more. <laughs> yeah. He made it very clear. I get my 10%. I want to write it down. You calculate what it is, and it's mine. So now, his crucial error wasn't 10% of the amount of people. It was 10% of the house. Right. 10%. So now that there's less people, he still gets 10%. Yeah. And he could have had more. And he keeps saying, anytime that we bring this up, well, you changed the percentages. I'm a majority shareholder. Well, now you're not. You're not a majority <laughs> shareholder. <laughs> not anymore. anymore. <laughs> Especially when you two have joined forces. Now together, your vote mm-hmm. outweighs everybody's. Yeah. Unless the other four kids. Yeah, they can try. It would but be. But it'd be sixty percent. We got sixty. Well, na- 30, yeah, with 30. your with your gorilla math going on, yeah, you 30, did. Thirty is sixty yeah. percent. Oh well. Thirty for thirty. It's ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think uh, the oldest son was super brilliant in that. You know, when you talk to him about this, though, he tries to change the rules. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, no, you know, what I'm saying and what I'm doing and what I'm thinking. And, and here's now here's what it is. Pre- retroactive. It's retroactive. And he goes to But I don't even know. I mean, he's the oldest son, and Gen Z kid is the youngest son. Mm-hmm. And I think Gen Z kids kind of got him by the balls on this one. It's like, nah, <laughs> you stepped in it this time, and I, I own you on this one. That's the way I look at it's it. It's like when we play 2K. What? That I always, that I just got him now. Because he used I thought to be you, no, the last time you played, you cried. No, last yeah. time we played, he quit in the third quarter. I thought you cried. No, I cried I two, t- two years ago. Two years ago, last time I cried. Cause <laughs> oh, he yeah. trash talks the entire time. So you were 13 <laughs> and you couldn't handle a little trash talking on a video game. 
No, it's because it's your brother. I can handle trash talkers over the internet in and the middle of nowhere. And you want to go to Indiana. Because they're probably Chuck, who is 400 pounds, who lives <laughs> in his mama's basement in suburban Detroit. Did you just ready player one me? Yes. <laughs> Did you really whip his ass? Yeah. Wow. He quit in the middle of the third quarter. And then he'll deny it. But and then no. you cry. <laughs> Wait, did he cry or did you cry? I still yeah. cried. Oh, did you? <laughs> I still cried. You cried with victory this time? <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> I just you remember you it. coming downstairs crying about him beating you at a video game. Like, what the fuck is your problem? And then he complains that 2K, like some random player could do something super well or like it's not realistic. I know, he's got a long list of yeah. excuses on how things get twisted around. We switched to 2K whenever I started beating him at Madden. Wow. I guess he's out of options now. Now he's just going to have to play you online, online Monopoly. I'm not going to play <laughs> FIFA. <laughs> I'm not going to play soccer. Hey, speaking of soccer, did you like Ted Lasso? Yes, I did. I told you I have never, I've never, I've never liked a TV series so much where I was rooting for a guy who was getting treated like shit. Could mm-hmm. you explain I've, Ted Lasso to the people who don't know? Well, Ted Lasso is, I think it's on Apple TV. Apple TV Plus, yeah. Apple TV Plus. And I just, I, I don't sleep at night, so when I stumble across, this is just my personal rule. I'm sure everybody's got a different rule. But what I do was when I decide to watch a TV series, I make myself, I make myself give it four episodes. I, that's my rule. Because I don't want to quit after one. You know, maybe the first episode's not that good. So I give everything four episodes, and if it's good, I'll keep watching it. If it's not, I turn it off. I, I'm going to get a lot of heat from this. I could not watch, what's it called, Westerworld or Westworld? Westworld. Couldn't hear you. Westworld. Westworld. I, yes. I, I didn't I didn't like it. Four episodes in, and everybody I knew said, dude, this is your show. This is for you. This is right up the alley Actually, of what you'd want to do. I couldn't get... I tried. I really did. I, I actually watched, like, the first four episodes and liked it, and then I never watched it again. I just didn't watch I it. Couldn't, I couldn't get behind it. Now, Ted Lasso was one of those. It's like one thirty in the morning. I'm like, okay, I'm hearing a little bit about it. I'll watch it. And um, by the time I got interested in it, I think almost the whole season had already been out, so I, I could binge watch a lot of it. And I got hooked on two episodes. I, I love the character. Yeah. Me I too. I just felt... I wanted to go in there and just start whipping someone's ass. Same. I wanted to be Roy he's, Kent. He's just such a nice <laughs> guy. Yeah. He is, and so lovable and just so encouraging. Yeah, and there's, just so you know, I'm not, I don't give a shit about disclaimers. Um, my idiot son did a whole TikTok on disclaimers. That was funny. But I'm going to tell you that uh, there's spoilers and shit. So if you don't want to hear this shit, just, you know, turn on your radio. There's there's NPR or something you can listen to. You there's, can skip to later in the podcast. Yeah, go yeah. do something else. Um, so Ted Lasso, yeah, four episodes. I was hooked. I went all the way through it. Um, I watch every episode. Now I've watched it all the way through once with me, all the way once through with Gen Z Kid, and I started on two episodes last night with you. Yeah. And then when I went up and crashed out upstairs, I turned it on again. He comes in the room and says, really, you're watching it again? Mm-hmm. I go, I can't help it. Yeah, Ted Lasso it's had me hooked. Show. Great what, show. What What other series do you watch? What do you watch? What have you watched? What's, what have you look back on and go, yeah, that was a badass show. So Ozark is one of my favorites. Mom. I I really like that one. Mine that one's too. Pretty cool. Um, let's see, there's one that I just started. Um Ozark had a lot to it and remember when it started you thought he's that can't every yeah. episode like, okay, he can't get out of this. Yeah, he can't. He's he's, he's done. He's, he's done. done. Okay. He's gonna All right, he made it this far, but th- he can't do this next oh no no no. He's weighing over his head now and then he barely gets through it and barely I 
the whole time. Yeah, it's super like oh the wife ear like oh the first couple episodes I with hate the wife. Yes. I hate she her. She drove me insane. I wanted just to smack her. I can't remember what her name is. Um, Wendy. Oh, Wendy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And she and again. Oh, you know what? Maybe we're suckers because Marty, the lead character, isn't mm-hmm. he the nicest guy? Ka- He's a nice guy. Kinda like he he okay. has sneaky ways. I I like <laughs> it. I like it though. He owned a strip club mm-hmm. and wasn't banging any of the strippers. Cause he, yeah, cause he's loyal and like he's, oh, he's just a fantastic he guy. He is a nice guy. Yeah. In a his, bad business. But in the first, I think it was like the first or, t- or the second episode, like Wendy was going to like betray him, try to yep. take all the money, even yep. though she knew the whole situation yep. of what happened. Yep. I'm just like, oh my God. I hate it. And her. he still saved her life. Oh, that's yeah. right, he did. And then, oh, you know what best oh. part, though? What's that? My favorite line, he was like, the best moment, uh, the best satisfaction of this whole situation was hearing your ex-lover hit the cement. Hit the cement, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yes! I was like, yeah! Good for you, Marty. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Damn, I yeah. would love that, too. <laughs> he's got something else. He's got something else going against him. His name's Marty. Yeah. Poor <laughs> thing. Just like Ted. Ted Lasso. <laughs> Marty. What's their last name? Marty. Marty and Wendy. It's not Sharp. It's Marty and Wendy from the... We're talking oh. about uh, Ozark. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. <sighs> I can't think of it. You said Marty and then I immediately thought McFly and then you said Wendy and all like Peppercorn. I was like, oh, dang it. I can't think of anyone. You're going through all the wrong <laughs> yeah, movies. Yeah, I'm like, oh, dang it. Back to the Future. Way. Sandlot. God damn it. Help me out here. <laughs> All right, what else? Um, so I started this other one. It's called You, and it's kind of like a stalker uh, series. Pretty much, it's this guy that like falls in love with a girl and like, but <laughs> totally backfires. Like, he ends up stalking the heck out of her before he even like interacts with her in person. Is he this like modern day stuff? Kinda, okay. yeah. And it's super crazy, super wild. And then he had this ex girlfriend that is missing and they think it's him and it just leads up to another story and then he how old is the main character how old he's like 24 25 yeah see right away the the whole description of what you're giving me is like yeah my age this is totally fucking stupid it's like a it's like a soap opera for 20 year olds yeah you wouldn't like like it you wouldn't (laughs) like this but i for those that are listening i binged watched I, i i gave a few episodes yellowstone I haven't gotten Love into it. Yellowstone. I, I haven't seen that. I either. was hanging on. I've watched the series. I've watched it four or five times. Yellowstone. I can't get away from it, and I'm waiting for it to come back. What else? Um, what did you? What do you? Don't. I already know. Invincible, which uh, you guys probably haven't seen. Superhero. It's on Amazon Prime. Wait, is that the one you tried to get me to watch a little bit of? With Omni Man. People call yeah. you Omni Man in our comments. Is that what that means? Yeah. Why are they calling me that guy? Because he's scary, kind of secretive. Big, strong. That's the guy that was flying along with his son, fly, teaching him how to fly. Yeah. And he goes, learning how to fly is a lot like making yourself pee in your pants. Yeah, but you haven't seen the whole series, unless you want me to spoil it for you. I, no, you, I'm just, this is your show. You like it. You're interested in it. I get it, but I'm just not that. Yeah. Well, the, can I spoil it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, the dad turns out to be a liar, and that they're at him, he's scouting out Earth to invade it. With his people, you know. But he's like a Superman. He could just yeah. wipe everybody out right now. Yep, he could. Well, then... <sighs> just bring, like, four more of them and just wipe like, out the entire planet. That's like planet. me walking into a preschool to scout it out for taking it over one day. Yeah. I would just take it over while I'm there. 
well, it doesn't matter because his son, he's like, you have to join the Viltrumites, and that's who you are. Okay, I don't care. Uh, the other show is Rick and Morty. No oh, shit. He makes me watch every single no. one of those. Oh, that's a good one. I don't make you watch. You, you watch it because you think like it's funny. It. There like are a it. couple of moments that I think are so well written that I, I know a Gen Xer wrote them. Ready? Yeah. Season 3, Episode 10. President and Rick are in the White House. <laughs> they're just... They're arguing. They're arguing, right. President yeah, of the United arguing. States. Right. He goes, he goes, and you're not, he goes, yo, why don't you get China to go help you? At least they don't, and the president goes, well, at least China doesn't come in here and piss all over the White House. And Rook looks at the president and goes, why would they? I'm sure it was expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like they paid for it. It's mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah, that was a good line. The, oh, there's another one that I just thought of. Yeah. Um, it's called The Boys. What's that? Oh, my gosh. I think you guys would love it so much. So basically, it's a superhero, but it's not what you guys would think. It's like... Oh, God. Listen, it's just, it's called The Boys. It's on Amazon Prime. Just watch it. I, I don't want to ruin it. Because right. if I talk about it too much, you know it's going to ruin it. Do you know one that I like that I thought, I thought you would like, and I thought Jade would That's an older one. Which one? But now that we're in a pandemic, mm-hmm. The Last Ship. The Last Ship. I've seen, like, maybe 10, 15 episodes of that. Now, good. you watch the first four episodes of that, I guarantee, because you're my daughter, I know you'll be hooked. Okay. And the, it's called The Last Ship, so it's the premise is right in the title. Um, just There's tension in the world, and they send this Arleigh Burke-class destroyer up to the Arctic, and they go, you're going to take these two scientists up here, they got to go find some shit buried in the snow to make sure nothing happens to them. I'm like, okay, oh, by the way, you're on strict radio silence. You're not receiving anything, and you're not going to send anything. And I'm like, okay. So they do get one message. Uh, your mission's been extended. Stay out there another three weeks. So they do all their stuff. They accomplish all their missions, and they're coming back. And when they come back, a virus has killed almost everybody in the planet. Oh, God, that's intense. And the scientists were up there trying to find part of the cure. Mm. So now the only people that are safe are the people on this boat. And they can't go to port because they'll get the virus quickly. They have to be they have to find food and fuel, and it just goes on and on. Then the season ends, in a, and I won't tell you how, and the next season, I'm like, okay, well, the virus situation has been dealt with, and the virus, after it's all over the next season, it mutates, and it starts killing all the food supply on the whole planet. It just, it just turns all the food red. Everything corn you open it up, melted red. Everything. So now they found um, a seed that is resistant. Now they got to go track that. It's pretty, it's fucking really good. And because of the pandemic, when everyone's Mm -hmm. dying, you're like, this hits a little too close to (laughs) home. (laughs) But uh, yeah, The Last Ship was good for me. Um, I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy. That hit a little too close to home for me. Um, So I skipped over that one. Uh, Breaking Bad. Now, everyone watched Breaking Bad when it came out. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to yeah. watch Breaking Bad. you got to watch such a cool show. Yeah. When people do that to me, when 10,000 people tell me how great something is, I just, I don't want to be part of the crowd, so I, I'll miss out on something really good. I'll miss it because I'm stubborn and dumb, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So this was years after the whole, all the seasons were over. I went back, and I thought, all right, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and I can't sleep. I wonder what all the hoopla was about with this. All right, I'll give it a shot. Oh, my God. I watched four episodes, and I couldn't watch enough, and then I watched Better Call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there's that new one, El Camino. I haven't seen that one yet. That has to do with Jesse. Yeah. 
what what a great story. Now I know why everybody was hyped over all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really, really good. So, yeah, there you have that. That's the, the TV stuff. But four episodes, and I'm telling you, you'll get hooked. Mm-hmm. Or you'll decide, if you decide that you you don't like it, then you've given it a fair shot. Yeah. You know, you've said, all right, I, I gave it four episodes. This didn't get to me. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Okay, so uh, while I have both of you sitting here, and you can't go anywhere because I'm your dad, and I'll ground you both. Um, even I, though it's my podcast. Yeah, and even <laughs> though she's over 21, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> You're in my house, goddamn, it's my rules. Um, what was growing up, and this is mainly for millennial sister, uh, but you can, if there's, you know, you probably shouldn't answer because I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> millennial sister, what was the hardest part about growing up with me as your dad? I'm not asking for all the good stuff because we'd be here all night. If you had to recite all the good things I've done for you, I want to know about what was tough. What were the corny rules that you had a real hard time with? My grades, my grades was the hardest part. Other than that, my life was great, but it was the grades. It was the one missing assignment for me. <laughs> yeah, I made you guys. I said I, I was very clear. I said your teachers, you're you're in school to learn. I don't give a shit about the school dances. I don't care about football games. You're there to learn. Uh-huh. All those things are extra. So, if your teacher gives you an assignment, why wouldn't you do it? You were told to do the assignment. Do the assignment. And if you're missing an assignment, you're grounded. Turn in all your work. Now, once I implemented that rule, everybody's grades came up. Yes. Everybody's. Yeah, well, there's well, a, can, I, can I explain one part that I think is unfair and really dumb? Some At your own risk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some teachers I'm don't... for you. <laughs> pray for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> There's w- some teachers that don't turn in your late work until, like, the end of the quarter. Or, if you're absent, they won't let you turn in that work because you were absent. I'm so I've glad you said that because I have a story. Are you, yeah. are you trying to tell... Did you realize what you just said? What? Do you realize how many Gen Xers are listening to this podcast... That are laughing at you right now. What? That they don't. You just said they don't turn in. They don't post my late work. Why is okay, your work look. late? Okay. Now I followed that up with absentees absent, are different. Yes. Absentees. If I turn in or I don't even get my absent work, like we're not going to give you the absent work. I've had a teacher where if you were absent, you just you missed the assignment and you can't turn it in. Right. And I think that's really dumb. Yeah. Well, the thing, and I'll, let's say let's say I agree with that, and this is how most people argue every point in life but this is what you're using it for right now you know there's one teacher one time who um the one teacher one time when i was absent wouldn't give me my work and so it went down as a zero and i got grounded okay that one teacher that one time and what does every kid do it happens all the time with every teacher it's so common all my missing work probably is related to that type of stuff everything's that way no it's not you just took the rare one weird Example, and now you're trying to pretend that's why my life is all messed up. That's why everything's bad because you know because this type of behavior. No, I, no, no. Listen. I was just saying that it's happened before, and <laughs> I'm not saying it happens all the time. I never said that some teachers. I said it has happened to me before. I'm letting you know how this goes because I've been on this planet for half a century, and I've raised 32 children, and I get it. Okay. Yeah. Story time. What? It was an elective. It was art, and 
Do you remember this? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What the hell do you even mean? That one art class that one from art like class. seven years ago? It yeah. was about one. Okay, what? Okay. Yeah. So, I, it was spring, it was coming up spring break, last day to make sure everything was in order. Yeah. Okay? It was my elective. I had A's and B's in all my classes. I had an A in my art class. And one missing assignment was missing. And I panicked the whole time. I mean, I was in there every period. I was like, can you put it in? Can you put it in? Can you put it in? She's like, I don't think I'm going to. And I'm like, listen. And she's like, I'm not going to do it for the whole class. It's not just use the whole class. You don't understand? My dad will see this and he will not care if it's the whole class or not. Can you write a note? So she writes a note. Hi, Mr. Dad. Hi. Hi. Hello, sir. This Mr. is Mr. Dad. <laughs> Mr. Dad. And writes this note saying, <clears throat> this is not going to be in the computer, basically. And I, my dad gets home, and I'm like sweating over this assignment, because I know that's the only missing assignment I have. He sits on the couch, and I go up there, I hand him this note. He has his computer on his lap, and he goes, what's this? And I was like, it's a note explaining why I have one missing, I don't care, rips it up, <laughs> throws it aside, and I was like, I'm fucked. <laughs> See, what? You, and here's what's the moral of the story: teachers are lazy. Oh my well, god! Yeah. Yes. One thing. I one was grounded the whole summer break. No, my no. You said spring break. Or spring break, whatever. So Which one, one it was. Uh, one problem I see there, I I try to learn from my brothers and sisters' mistakes. I'm yes. not very good at it. But I, I get you do, yeah. Um, I wouldn't have had her write a note because, <laughs> or have her sign it. Because if she didn't sign it, it could have looked like she wrote the note in different handwriting. Yeah, which, which they did. Which is probably what you thought. Yeah. I would have had her either email it or yeah. sign it <laughs> saying, like, prove this is you, please. Or just call just my say, dad and leave a message yeah, on the phone. Yeah, or call, call him, please. Call him on my well, phone. Well, and here's why. You guys, I, you hear these stories. Now, I'm getting these stories from you. And I always get stories when it comes to holidays time and you guys are all here, everyone's home, you guys are all talking all these stories about me and how I was a hard dad and ruined your fucking childhood. And then I start to feel a little bit bad. Like, well, maybe the kids weren't as mischievous. Maybe the kids weren't assholes. Maybe, you know, maybe it was me. And then when your older brother moves out of his room upstairs, there is an entire spiral notebook of my signature. <laughs> 700 times he was practicing writing my signature. And I just told him, you see, you well, guys are assholes. Did he get any good? No, he wasn't even close. Not even close. But the point was, is he was attempting to forge my name 100 times. Now, listen, I'm not stupid. I know you guys got away with a shit ton of stuff. And because I know you did, I don't feel bad about the shit I caught you for or I was a little bit overbearing on. You know, I don't uh, feel bad about it. You know, it'd be funny if we could see that notebook. I'd just like to see how funny it was. See how Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> science reasons. You know, I just want to see yeah, how close you scientific reasons here, but you going to... Oh, the stuff you come up with. Oh, damn it, Bobby. I'll work for Strickland Propane. Or how about the time you guys went out... Mom and Dad went out to Vegas. And we, uh, we were, you know... Just vibing. Uh, just vibing. Just chilling. vibing. Just chilling. Had a few friends over. And when I say friends, like, it was just all girls and stuff. Like, all of our girlfriends. No guys, because we didn't want to die or get our head shaved, pretty much. So, basically, we, um, 
Oh, that yeah. reminds me of a story. Oh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish yours. Do not say Go that ahead. Yeah. Story. Oh, it's next. It's coming next. Go ahead. Anyway. Tell your little story about when I was in <laughs> Vegas for a few days. Basically, we all decided to go skinny dipping, and, um, you know, like, it's just all girls. We're all going skinny dipping in our own backyard, now big deal. And then the next morning, my dad finds out that we had friends over and that we were naked in our pool. And I was like, what the heck? Like, how'd that happen? And then my sister... You don't know how it happened that everyone got naked in the pool? No. How you found out. Oh, okay. How you found... Yeah. I know how... <laughs> it just happened, you know. I don't even know what happened. We were just all of a sudden we ended up naked in the pool. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know how you found out, because we had nothing left. We cleaned up and everything, right? So my sister, she was like, "Well, how did you find out?" And then my dad was like, "Our neighbor found, saw you guys, and he told me everything." And then my sister, being my sister, she's like, "So you're telling me oh, at yeah. three in the." And three in the morning, our neighbor was peeking over our fence and watching us skinny dip. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I was. I remember that. I started out being very mad at you girls. Mm-hmm. I didn't care that you. It wasn't as much that you had people over because you guys had girls over and you guys were acting pretty responsibly at that point. You guys were not doing super, super stupid stuff. But I was mad, like, oh, you guys went skinny dipping. And you know what? And then my one daughter, who's very practical, and she goes, wait a minute. I'm not allowed to be naked in my own backyard. Don't we live in America? <laughs> do I, I do not, I don't have any privacy. And I, she turned it around and I got pissed at the other, at the guys. I'm like, yeah, you motherfuckers looking over my fence in my back. My family wants to run around naked. God damn it. They can't. <laughs> I never got you guys in trouble. I went yeah. after the neighbor. I went and straightened out the goddamn neighbor. Said, you look over my fence one more time, motherfucker. I'll rip your head off. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. And it was like a week later. Mom comes up and goes, you know, she played you, right? I'm like. How did she play me? That makes no sense at all. And mom says, look, you were really pissed and going to ground all the girls. You were going to close them out. And within a few sentences from one daughter, all of a sudden, now you're mad at the neighbor and your sisters or your daughters are all angels and you're protecting them and on and on and on. So my feelings change. Yes, my daughters can manipulate me. They're very good at it. They've been doing it their whole damn lives, getting me to think differently and getting themselves out of trouble. Just absolute chaos. When it comes to how I relate to all my daughters, let me tell you. Okay, so for those of you who are just tuning into the program late, which means you jumped halfway through to find something interesting, this is not interesting. Keep scrolling. You might find something at the end of the podcast. All right, so we're sitting here with Gen Z Kid, and we're sitting here with Gen Millennial Daughter. Yeah. Um, I Gen Y. I'm going to give you Gen Y? Yeah. X, Y, Z. Gen I'm sorry. Y. In in today's appropriate terminology, how would you like to be addressed, millennial or Gen Y? <laughs> Gen Y. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Yes, because she she does it because millennial. The term millennial sucks. It does. <laughs> it sucks real and bad. It goes alpha, beta. Like That's a grocery store. Just so you know. All right. So I want real quick, uh, millennial daughter, give me a really good memory growing up. Something that I did right as a dad. Well, let me think and about you're, this. And you're next. You're going to give me oh, a good man, one. I don't know if I can think of any. What do you mean? There's, cause there should be so many to choose from. You don't know what to pick. When I was two, he was forced to change my diaper. <laughs> I did it willingly. I had to get a badge. You know your mother has badges that I earn in parenting? Really? Yeah. 
Like if I change a diaper, then I think I got my diaper changing badge. Okay, you've accomplished it. So it's like you're a, a boy scout. You're a father scout. Yeah, but then if I don't keep doing it, she says I lose the badge. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I said in the Boy Scouts, once you get the badge, you got it. The big one we fight about is cuddling. She says, one day she goes, you earned your cuddle badge. That was great. You cuddled. I was like, far out. I cuddled. I got my cuddle badge. I don't have to cuddle ever again. Oh, God. <laughs> and man, was she mad because I didn't cuddle anymore. I, like, I got my badge. I earned it. I only have to build one birdhouse and I get my birdhouse badge. <laughs> I'm done. I don't got to build a birdhouse every three months. Do okay. Boy Scouts keep having like yearly checks to see if they have the badges? <laughs> That's right. Can you still build that birdhouse? Do you All right. still know how to so tie your shoes? One of my favorite memories uh, was <clears throat> when we all played Halo together. And all oh, yeah. the yeah, all the blue cords uh. running up to connect to each Xbox. <laughs> okay, there are some that are gonna get what we're saying, and then there's a bunch of you that are, especially the younger generation, they're gonna have no idea. But um, we lived in a two-story house uh, in 2004 and five, and we bought four Xboxes, and they were in different places of the house, four TVs, and all of us would play. We had you know close to 16 players with all the friends and family that were over. But we had to use blue Ethernet cords <laughs> that were 50 <laughs> feet long, and the hub. We put it, we we taped it to the stair railing at the top of the stairs, and then ran these cords down the hall, down the stairs, through the living room to each TV. So that's how we played. But that was link play back then, before there was wireless. That was on the old Xboxes, and then even on the 360, we did it for a while like that because the wireless stuff was not real reliable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do remember that now that you say that. Yeah, that was one of my favorite memories. Hey, speaking of that same time period with uh, Halo 3 when it came out, I think, in 2007, mm -hmm. do you remember when I was part of the beta testing program for Bungie? Yes. And how I built my little area? Yeah. <laughs> the Fortress of Solitude. The Fortress of Solitude. I put, I destroyed the living room and I put up a blanket fort. And I would crawl into it and close the door. And I had two <laughs> chairs in there and a TV. And I wanted to be left alone. And I ran a cord through the blankets outside to a TV so you guys could watch what I was doing inside there. There was a monitor facing out for everybody to see how I was playing. A little safe zone. Gen Xers do not have a safe zone. Oh. I don't need a safe zone. Just so you know. That was my mm. fortress of solitude. Thank you very much. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Right. All right, so there's that. And what else was there? Oh, yeah, you have a good memory. What's your good memory? Um, probably the trip around the western United States. Did it's you like that? It's a very long memory, you know. <laughs> <laughs> took us about a month, right? Yeah, we've gone a while, yeah, almost yeah, four that weeks. Was, that was a lot of fun. It was cool because I didn't know where we were going. In fact, I woke up one day and I said, uh, told you and Mom, pack your stuff, we're leaving in two days. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't even know where we were going. I just said, I'm getting in the getting in the Yukon, and we're just going to drive, there and I'm just going to show you stuff. I get emails from the Aquarius. is the first hotel we stayed at in Laughlin. Isn't that I, the one that had the blood stains on the ceiling? Yeah, or like the salsa <laughs> stains. Yeah. And we watched Infinity War on that crappy TV. Oh, uh, yeah. So That was right on the Colorado River. Yeah, so I get emails from that. I just never block them. I just keep getting Aquarius emails. <laughs> <laughs> got that logged into their Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's a bad memory? What do you guys now, this can hit home if you want it to, but what's what's something growing up that was a tough spot? And it doesn't have to do with me. This is just childhood stuff. What what was a tough memory? Um, My older sister. Yeah? Yeah. 
You have a few of those stories if you really dug deep. Yeah. Didn't she leave you on the side of a house? Yes, yeah, she did. Tell she me, sure did. Tell me that story. So she pretty much told my younger sister and I, like, hey, I'm going to take you guys shopping. Let me go ask Dad. And we were super excited. And you're like, yeah, you guys can go, but you guys have to walk there. It wasn't that far. It was a good, like, <clears throat> like you know, five miles. No, it wasn't even that. You guys Less were going shopping, but... A mile and a half. Yeah, like, so, anyways, so you said yes, and she takes us out, and then she stops us, and she's like, okay, so we're not really going to go shopping. I really want to see this guy, and you can't tell Dad. It's just a friend, and um, here, just hang out around here. So she... Didn't she put you on the side of the house or something? She put us in a bush oh. in someone's house. And it was about, like, 97 degrees outside, and we had no water. Wow. And we were there for, like, a good yeah, hour. Yeah, I was going to say you are there at least an hour, because you guys were gone almost two hours. Yeah, we were gone for at least an hour, and then she comes back, and she's like, we were about to leave, because my sister, she wasn't feeling good, and I was like, all right, no, we're leaving, we're going yeah. home. And then she comes around the corner, and then she's like, oh, you guys stayed, and like, oh, thank you, and then like, later, we told you. Freaking kids, man. The stupid shit that kids do, I tell you. I, and the stuff that I can't control as a parent makes me want to snap the fuck out when I hear that shit. Yeah. All right, what's a bad memory for you? Um, probably Gen X mom getting cancer. I remember coming home and having to tell you guys that. When mom and I sat you guys down and said, okay, she has leukemia. And they gave her three months to live. They said she will not be here by Christmas time. It was, I think it was in September. And they said she won't be here by Christmas. And that was, that was like a 90% thing. And then we got through the initial part of it and the chemotherapy. And you guys, I remember what I told you guys as a parent. And I said, you guys need, I sat all of you down and said, you guys need to do good in school. Don't get in trouble. Don't start because mom got sick. Don't start acting out in school where I got to drive down there and sort shit out. Yeah. I said, don't screw up around the house. Do your chores. When I come home from work, I got to take, I got to go to the hospital and take care of mom. I got to come here and take care of you kids. Don't screw up around here. And I remember what I told you, you guys need to do a good job so I can focus mm -hmm. on mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I go, you guys cannot distract me with all the typical bullshit kids do acting out when they when they're in a tough situation they go you guys got to be better than that every one of you was every one of you cooked and cleaned mm -hmm. and helped each other with homework and chores you guys got it done and that was like a year and a half we battled through that stuff and you guys all did your part yeah. i will give you credit everybody helped me help mom but i also remember mm -hmm. when she went septic when her intestines tore and they said she won't make it 24 hours now I'm sorry we can't do the surgery and I had to come home and sit all of you down right there in that room behind me and I had to tell you hey we got to go say goodbye I remember that I said you just got to do it we got to go if she doesn't make it you're going to go in the room you can take as long as you want she was unconscious but I told you guys at the time she can hear you say what you want you guys had some amazing stories for me to listen to. Each of you talked to mom on yeah. what you wanted to say. I was in the room. Nobody else was. You, know, you, you guys were doing your, you sat on the chair and talked to her. You guys all had an amazing connection with mom. 
And I remember when she finally came to, and I told her about this, you know, days later, weeks later, she was impressed. Everything you guys had done to get us to this point and everything you conveyed thinking this was the last time was amazing. You guys really stepped up. I got to tell you, that was a very tough time. And families either fall apart or they come together with stuff like that. And yeah. you guys proved, you got each one of you proved what, which direction, what your level of commitment was. Every fucking one of you. And it was amazing. Yeah, I remember like staying at the uh, hospital and like staying the night. That's right. You went. You went to that oh, one hospital, every night, yeah. and they came and told you you had to leave. And I remember calling. Who was his name? His name was Vic. I have no Vic idea. somebody. He he ran part of the hospital over there. Yeah. And I called and said, Hey, you know, this is my daughter. He came down there. He went. He went down there and saw you, and he said, told the nurses she can stay. Yeah. Very fortunate we had. I worked on his cars. I worked on a lot of the doctors' cars. Um, at my shop that, that helped us. Yeah. And that was one of them where he came in and said, you can stay. Yeah. And you did stay with mom many nights down there, long after visiting hours were over. Yeah, I was like helping her and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it was a tough time. That was a, that's a tough memory. But, you know, it, and always people always judge you. Did, was it a good memory or a bad memory? Was it a good day or a bad day? Well, I don't know. It was a bad day when we heard about it, but it was a good day when it was over, we won. So, yeah. so which is it? That's a, that's tough right there. You know, it's funny. I, I thought the story you were going to tell was the when you said, I don't need a bad memory, but it, it was when you got hit in Dodger Stadium. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> that, was, that was bad on multiple levels. Okay. Can I tell the story? Yeah, yeah. So it's opening day, I believe, 2018, and it's spring break, Yeah. and I get to go to the game with Gen X Mom. Yeah. And we get there super early. And for she loves Dodger baseball. She loves Dodger She's baseball. She's been to Dodger Stadium hundreds of times. So we get there super early for the Dodgers batting practice. Yeah. And we're in left field stands. Kay. And we're all by ourselves pretty much. There might be a couple other people. Right. And I'm trying to catch home runs. And yeah. it's a bright, sunny day. <laughs> and it is like around noon. Yeah. Game probably started at 1. Gotcha. Yeah. And Cody Bellinger's up, and he cracks one. I'm running super far up <laughs> the stands, and I'm looking for it, and I lost it in the sun. <laughs> I lost it, so, and I was like caught So, of up. course, you did what every person would do. You turned and looked away, or you put the glove in front of your no, face? I was, I was caught up in the moment, like, I'm going to get this ball. I'm going I'm to get a home run. I was doing Cody Bellinger hit it. And next thing I know, I'm on the ground, and the paramedic is like, follow my finger. And I, <laughs> and I, re- I remember thinking, because it took me like two weeks until I could fully remember what happened. Yeah. I remember thinking, why is it so hard to follow this guy's finger? Because I had I, no idea what mom happened. Mom called me, and she's sending me pictures of you on the ground, on the stands in Dodger <laughs> Stadium. I go, what happened? She goes, he got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I was blood everywhere. Yeah, you and were in Children's Hospital in L.A. for a couple of days. So they brought us through Dodger Stadium. I was in and out the whole way there. I right. was, and people were like, oh, what happened to him? And I remember we went to like the Dodgers Hospital. They yeah. have a hospital or like a... I've heard that, that on premises they have a medical facility there. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in there for a bit. And then I got moved to Children's Hospital. Where exactly? Got, where, where, tell them where you got, got hit. hit. You got hit. Oh, I got what hit happened? in the jaw. 
Yeah, squirt. Like, no, no, right like, under the right yeah, under my nose. You got hit right in the kisser, babe. Right, <laughs> <laughs> broke your top part of your jaw in all, two places. Your four front teeth on the top part of your jaw snapped and got bent back like someone grabbed him with a pair of channel locks. Yeah, very hard to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you get a lot of pudding and ice cream for taste? Oh God! Too? So I actually got to ride in the ambulance. That was cool. That's the highlight of his story. Oh, no, that was another cool thing. I got thing. to ride an ambulance. That's another cool thing. You know, if you still think that's cool, I can make arrangements for you to ride in one once a week. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Um, yeah, I was in Children's Hospital for like three days. They had a game room, like with video games and stuff. They're pretty good down there. I mean, the Dodgers as an organization were fantastic. The Children's Hospital was, I mean, they know their jobs. They do it yeah. very well. Their staff is awesome. So. Yeah, for six weeks after that, I had like a metal bracket, and I could only eat uh, mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. Those were like the only things I ate. I'd bring them to school. Yeah, I had to go to school with this, and I couldn't yeah. swallow right. <laughs> so I'd have to go <laughs> to swallow my spit. And so I had to like tell my teachers I can't swallow right, so I'm sorry that I have to do that. But anyway... Uh, six months later, didn't you get hit? <laughs> um, yeah, but I wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to talk know, about me getting hit either. Um, there's a girl, the lady, that works in the front office at, uh, I guess it's the front office at Dodger Stadium. Her name is Michelle. And she had called me about you getting hit. And she had written a letter, and she goes, look, just so you know, you can't sue the Dodgers because you got hit. And I remember being on the phone with her saying, oh, why would I sue the Dodgers? Well, because you use medical expenses. and you, I go, it's a baseball game. My fucking idiot son couldn't shag a fly ball and got clocked in the mouth. What, why, why is that your fault? Because my kid can't catch. <laughs> well, we get lawsuits every day. Every game, there's 300 people that go, oh, the guy spilled ketchup on me and some fan next to me punched me and I tripped over your concrete. We get sued, as every baseball park does, every day. And I went... Are you kidding me? I go, it's a baseball game. Shit happens. Well, that was, uh, she was very thankful for my opinion, but I wasn't kidding. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not going to fucking sue the Dodgers because, you know, you can't catch. Yeah. And she sent him, Gen Z kid, I'm going to get this wrong, so I need your help with this, but she sent you a box of stuff. Now, a ton. So didn't, now, Cody Bellinger was the one who hit you. Yeah. So didn't he sign a ball for you? Yeah, he signed a ball for me. You got Turner jersey. I got a Turner jersey, uh, Jock Peterson, and I think... You got little little charging things for your phone? Yeah, what, what I, got, I got battery portable, back, portable, portable chargers, chargers. All with Dodgers I got logos. sunglasses. Keychains. Dang. I got bobbleheads. And, and he didn't just get, like, one. He got, like, some he could pass out to his friends. They were very generous. I got a Kurt very Gibson nice. bobblehead. Yeah. Bobblehead. 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 <laughs> He's got all the stuff in his room. He, yeah. They did a good job. They even offered us a family pack of tickets to go back, and I never went back. And then I <laughs> called her the next season. I said, hey, we were there the first day, and we went to the World Series. Game five. When we lost to yeah. the Red Sox. And she goes, you never called me. You never called me back for the tickets. And I was like, yeah, we've been to a bunch of games, but I just paid for them. And she's like, well, let me know next season. Every season, we <laughs> I never called her Why on the tickets. Why don't we just go now? We could. I could call her and say, do you, you remember? She would remember me in a heartbeat. We've talked several times. She was a wonderful lady. She'd know. You just want to cut the podcast right now and just Make a phone call? Just right now? I'm going to put you guys on pause. You guys talk. I'm going to call Michelle at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> 
So yes, I did get hit. Um, I was sitting with, uh, it was with Gen X Mom's work. They had some, uh, actually it was, they had a raffle and we bought some tickets for a charity and I split them with one of the guys, she, the one of the bosses that she works with. Um, and we bought, a, we bought four or six tickets right behind, right next to um, the Dodger dugout. So we were, I don't know, one row or two rows off the field right next to uh, the Dodger dugout. And your idiot brother mm-hmm. was texting and texting and texting me. And I finally pulled out, took my glasses off, helped put them in my hand, grabbed my phone to respond. And Cody Bellinger fouled the ball line drive. The same guy. Right at me. I never even saw it coming. Now, Gen X mom is sitting to my right towards home plate, between me and home plate. She said, I saw the ball coming. And remember, mom's an athlete. She played third base for years. She's very athletic. She says, I saw the ball coming. And she goes, I didn't want to try to catch it. She goes, I knew it was going to break my hand. She goes, I went to put my hand up, and I went, oops, like, no, don't do it. She goes, it hits you in the chest, and the whole stadium went, oh. And all I remember from that is I'm holding my phone and my glasses at my chest. I'm looking down at it, and I remembered hearing the zip of the ball, zip, for like (laughs) half a second. And all of a sudden, my phone exploded. My phone and my glasses exploded. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I'm looking around. I mean, then the whole stadium gasps. My phone went two rows back. My glasses went three rows back and broke into pieces. I had to gather up the pieces of my glasses. Mom said, she goes, I didn't even want to look over at you. I knew you were dead. I knew you were dead. I I knew with how hard that ball was hit, I knew you were dead. And I was like, oh. So the next day, she goes... Take off your shirt. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> she goes, not for that. No badonkadonk. I want to see what the red mark is. I barely had a red mark on me. You want to know the funniest thing that yeah. I remember? Is your phone is still intact. You have the same phone today. No cracks. Yeah. No nothing. It's a badass phone. You guys keep telling me, good time for a new phone, no, Dad. No, it's a nice case. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I made you buy that case. So I think what happened, and it, it, it hit me, I don't know, 115 miles an hour, whatever the ball is. It hit me, but it glanced. Remember, I was—it wasn't a straight shot. It came down the sidelines and it hit me, but I think it hit and glanced off me, which is why it didn't do any damage. I didn't, you know. And then, like a half, forty-five minutes later, I walked up to get a hot dog or something. It took me twenty-five minutes to get to the top of the stairs because every single person had to stop and shake my hand and go, "Dude, I thought you were dead. I saw it hit you. Your glasses went everywhere. I thought you were gone." I'm like, "Oh, I'm okay, man. Thanks for thanks for caring. It's cool." And there was gi- one Giants fan. He's like, "Fuck you. Hope you die." <laughs> there was a. I could just imagine like three rows back. Hey, whose phone is this? <laughs> my phone lands in somebody's nachos. Like, what the fuck is going on? But I mean, it was. It hit hard. I mean, it was... It, I can see why everybody was freaked out. I mean, that was a line drive off the bat. Fastball just coming right at me. But, yeah, so you got hit at the beginning of the season. Then I got hit. And then we saw the Dodgers lose. So it was a... It was <laughs> <laughs> lose the World Series. It was a bad time for everybody. Not good. Not a good time. Not good. All right. You are officially on the record, both of you. All right? Okay. okay. As children of this Gen X dad... Mm-hmm. I want to know, in the old house, I want to know who put the big hole in the wall at the bottom of the stairs and how it happened. 
because everybody blamed everybody else, and I had to fix the drywall and repaint it. And I know that it had something to do because there was a big piece of cardboard in the house at the bottom of the stairs. But I don't know who did it or what happened, and I want to know right now. I think I it was uh, our older brother. Like our older brother, I think he did it, if I remember correctly. It was um, him. I was two. <laughs> <laughs> it was him. All right, you're off the hook. It you was too. both of the brothers. Yeah, the both of the older brothers. They were going down the stairs with the cardboard. Like a sled. Yes. I fucking knew it. <laughs> How else would you get a bowling ball sized hole <laughs> in the wall? About. I knew it. I fucking knew it. God damn it. I, w- I would guess them because that's something I would do. <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to know exactly the truth, and if you lie to me. I'm going to have to do something drastic. Do we have a Bible? Okay. We have a Bible. Put your hand in the Bible. Okay. What did you do with Jade in the pool at the old house? Oh, because yeah. she came in screaming, <laughs> and I think you got in trouble or something. I don't know. What, what okay, happened? Okay, so we were playing a game, and she, this is how she explained. Oh, I was playing a game with her, and then all of a sudden she got super, like, serious, and then I, like, she, like put me under water and then I would come up and like, ah, okay, and then she'll put me down again. And now this is your sister talking. Yeah, this is okay. what she says. This is her version. This so this is, her is reason number three on why we think you're the scariest <laughs> sister. Yeah. <laughs> so we're playing and then she's like, she goes back up in the air for air and then she's like, okay, not, that's enough. And then I like put it back down. <laughs> oh and then like, She's so dramatic, though, I swear. It was like <laughs> She was dying. That, I don't think that's overdramatic when you're dying. God, this is we, who needs air? Air yeah, is overrated. That's for real. Okay, she, so what really happened? <laughs> so what really happened was I was just having a good time playing in the water with her, and then she made it too dramatic and was like, she tried to drown me. And, like, I'm pretty sure you watched because there's a picture of me chasing her, coming out, <laughs> oh, yeah. reaching yeah, for different, her. Different, yeah, but it wasn't at that moment. I wouldn't let you drown your sister. I didn't drop. She's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I find funny is that you guys, th- it, this happens all the time with you guys. When growing up, I'd come home from work and mom would meet me at the door with a list of who screwed up that day. And it was always poor Jade is getting picked on by everybody. Oh now, my God. The, mm. the one story I heard from, remember I have four boys and four girls, so I'm not, I can't give you all their names, but I remember... Uh, we're talking about, uh, she's Gen, Gen Z also, right? Yeah, um, 1999. Yeah. yeah. So Borderline. She, I come home, mom tells me there was a big fight, and you guys were all scrapping and hollering and screaming at each other. She set everybody aside. She comes home and tells me the baby girl, the youngest girl, mm-hmm. was being picked on by you three older girls. And she had already figured it out. And the youngest daughter was not at fault. You guys were. So I came down on you guys. And as I'm walking away, after I got done screaming and yelling and punishing you, I got maybe four steps out of the room we were in. And you and, and your older sister, or no, your younger sister. Mm-hmm. No, she's older. Your older sister came running to me. I go, what? I just got, I mean, I just got done yelling. I go, what? And you, this is the story you told me. As I was yelling at all four of you in the room, but setting the one youngest daughter aside as being the victim mm-hmm. and yelling at you three, I walked out of the room and you said that she looked at you <laughs> as soon as I left the room <laughs> and said, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she hugged me, acting all innocent in front of you, putting on a show. 
and she whispers in my ear, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like... Because oh, you guys came running. Dad, you're not going to believe what she said. I come running back in the room. She goes, I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, that's exactly what she's like. And then you're like, she would never say that. And I'm just like... Uh, I wonder how many... Seeing, how her, many, seeing her now, I think that's something she'd she say. She did. I wonder how many families, Gen X families with millennials and Gen... Z kids have similar stories <laughs> of, you know, sibling groups that do that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, you guys were a handful, let me tell you. I I remember one story. This is with the oldest brother and I. I don't even know if he remembers this. We were in the pool and I was like five or something like that. Yeah. And I remember him jumping with me off the diving board and throwing me <laughs> across the pool. Yeah. And I belly flopped <laughs> the shallow end. And I was like, I just started crying because it hurt so bad. And he's like, what happened? And I remember running to mom like, he threw me in the pool, belly flop. Mom was very protective of you younger kids. She would <laughs> snap out on the older ones real fast. Yeah, on no, yeah. I remember when we, when, we, when we moved into this house, there was nothing out back but dirt. Do you guys remember that? Yes. And I mean oh, nothing. I, I completely remember that. You, know, that you were three, right? Yeah. And I remember when we, put the, we built the pool, the guy who's built the contractor says, listen, I said, we're deciding how far away from the house to put the pool. <laughs> and I remember his words exactly. He goes, look, you got boys. I said, yeah. He goes, all right, so here's the deal. Either put it close enough to the house where they can jump off the roof and make it, <laughs> or put it so far away they won't try. <laughs> I said, oh, good point. And as I'm doing that, you know, the oldest son is shaking his head going, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, but then you then you put in the pergola. Right yeah, well, then you jump off the pergola. The pergola yeah. came in after everybody else was moved out. That's, a, that's totally a Gen Z kid, look what I get to do thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, going back to the things that you guys do not, the differences in being raised, I would have never let you jump off my pergola into the pool. I'd have snapped out on you kids. It's almost like I'm exhausted raising, you know, between you eight and all the foster kids I've had and the different families I've helped raise. I'm on kid 32. I'm almost burned out. It's like, with him, ah, just go ahead, whatever. Are you losing your step? I just don't care anymore. It's like, you know what, if you want to do something and die... I, I got a pretty good track record. I raised 32 kids. There's only three of them that are screw-ups. I don't like, think the problem's me. <laughs> like when you let me ride my bike down the old Ridge route? I got so much shit from Mom for that. We took... Uh, tell them. Tell, tell oh. people what happened. Okay, so we took... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we took Mike in a truck behind me. Right. And you were in the truck in front of me. Right. And I was on a mountain bike that is three years old. And as it's not really a mountain bike. It's a street bike with mountain bike wheels on this curry road, and I went... Where? Where were you? Tell people where you old were. Old Ridge Route. The historic old original Ridge Route from Los Angeles to uh, San Joaquin Valley, built in 1915. And you were coming down the hill. Go. Yeah, I was going down the hill toward the 138. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just... Speeding, I was I was overconfident. I, went I from, warned you about I went speed wobble. All the way down from the Sandberg Hotel. Yeah. All the way. And were you smart enough to wear a helmet? No. Smart enough to wear gloves? No. How about knee pads? No. So you're just a full blown idiot. I was in jeans and a short sleeve shirt. <laughs> yeah. So I look up in my rearview mirror, and he's getting speed wobble. Now he's never done this before, so I slowed down. Luckily, he slowed down. I said, "Don't do that." When you get speed wobble, you can't just hit your brakes and straighten stuff out. It's not how it happens. You're done. And you were borderline on it twice. Mm-hmm. But the worst one was you got out of control. He, um, 
he got out of control. Mm -hmm. Around a corner, he couldn't stop. Yeah. He went right off the road. Luckily, the corner that he was screwed up on was up against the side of a mountain. So he plowed right into the side of the mountain. So we stopped. <laughs> we get out, and I said, now, how was that? He goes, I, I couldn't stop, and my brakes, and I was going, and it just, I couldn't control it. I said, okay, what if it would have happened on a curve that went over a cliff? Because there's a lot of those. There's a lot there. of those. Yeah. I said, so you just got lucky. You literally just got lucky. You hey, plowed into a hill. You want to know what I told you? You want to get back on the bike and keep going. Yeah, but what was the one phrase I told you? Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. <laughs> that's true so yeah you did do that you were on the historic ridge route you rode your bike and uh, you you barely survived but you did i'll give you that i was going fast yeah hey you know what you haven't done because we're getting near the end of the podcast what you haven't given the phrase that pays oh okay um uh and let me tell you what he does gen z kid every podcast he gives you a corny phrase and he uh, leaves it out there, and if you put it in our comment section, on a video, on a TikTok, on Instagram, or if you email us with the, with the phrase, then, you know, we'll send you something. Yeah. Uh, you did that to give me time to think of one, I bet. And it's also informational. I already had one. It's, what is uh, it? It's called sponge crackers. Sponge crackers? Yes. Well, don't you have to make a phrase like you can't just say sponge crackers when you say give me back my sponge crackers or something? Well, I also said blueberry muffin sauce one time. That's true. Sponge crackers. All right, sponge crackers. So if you send us an email or put it in the comment section, you're going to end up having to send an email to Gen X Mom with your address. And you will get some swag if you have listened to the entire podcast. You got to this you point. Swag. You see, swag. See, she oh even God. cringed whenever you said it. Was it was a cringe with word. That? That's, exactly. that's a real thing. What am I supposed that's to crazy. say? Some merch. Yeah, merch or something. That's swag. If you want to oh sound hip, yeah. <laughs> Yo, you want to sound hip, you say drip. Get some drip. That's cringing, too. Don't say that either. <laughs> That's oh what my. most people say now. Please don't. But <laughs> don't say that. But what happened to swag? Don't. You guys told nope. me. Stop, Stop being a Stop. sponge cracker, okay? Gosh, you're just being a sponge cracker, man. For real. I didn't know my dad was a sponge cracker. <laughs> I'm going to reach across the stable and throttle you. We're going to find out sponge cracker. All right, so it's send a us strong that. strong sponge cracker. And that's it. Anyway, it's been real. It's been nice, but it ain't been real nice. But we've given you the guidance you need, and you're welcome, America. The music is coming up. The podcast is coming to an end. Thank you very much for Gen Z Kid. Hello. And Millennial Daughter. Hello. You guys did a good job. So everybody say goodbye. Bye. Bye. And we'll catch you on the flip side.